Welcome to the pilot episode of GCCIPC, a podcast where we'll be having general culture conversations over an iPad. For this, which is more of a preface than an actual episode, we'll be discussing the podcast itself, why we are bothering to contribute another lo-fi podcast to the ocean of existing podcasts, and what shape we expect the podcast to take in future episodes. Um, so we're going to start, what, with introducing ourselves... Yeah, so I think um, we've been reluctant to call ourselves hosts. We're more converses as we're sort of not necessarily hosting anything or facilitating much other than conversing about particular things. And so perhaps we should introduce ourselves as converses. So I'm Colby Vexler. And I'm John Pendergast, oh, co-converser. Co- co-converses here. Um, um, what about professions and like jobs and employment yeah. and stuff? I think we should also be reluctant to share our professions or degrees and employment um, okay. because I don't think this, this podcast or these conversations are necessarily educational or informational. Right. So, I mean, instead of that, I guess we should just say we're avid internet users, we're not tech heads, we just look stuff up, download stuff, watch heaps of videos, read lots. Not much deeply. Sometimes. Sometimes deeply. Open up lots of tabs. That's kind of us online, I guess. And physically, I guess, what do we do? We, we walk around the city a lot. We hang out a lot. Um, I guess one thing we have in common, both physically and digitally, is that we comment on everything, which is kind of, I guess, where the idea of this show came from, right? I mean, um, this engagement with general culture, which we'll, we'll explain in a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So, okay, that sounds like a good, okay show. Hmm. Um, what else have we got? Well, maybe, maybe this is where we should try to talk about or explain this idea of general culture, which, I don't know, um, doing this in a, in a pilot show or a preface show for our podcast kind of reminds me of that first um, pi- uh, that pilot episode of um, Seinfeld, which was much later. I think it's in season four or something. But um, for those of you that don't know, um, it's it, Jerry and George are discussing making a show for NBC, which is about nothing because everybody's doing a show about something. And I think that's kind of really interesting and similar to this in a way um, where Seinfeld sort of create this allegory for um, the show itself through this pilot. And that allegory is about um, this, this, this embodiment of, of 20th century American contemporary culture or general culture. Um, you know, all of the anecdotes that they have, all the things that are relevant and funny are sort of just um, embodiments of, of everyday life, whether it's sort of a job, whether it's relationships, whether it's something that they read, something that they experienced. It's all referential to sort of contemporary American culture at the time. Well, your 20th century culture, because it's funny that the Seinfeld episodes finished, uh, but they stopped filming in 1998. Yeah. Kind of neatly towards the end of the 20th century. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that maybe that is a little bit... Maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe um, Jerry was sort of concerned that he had some sort of premonition that, I don't know, that they wouldn't be funny in the 21st century or maybe it wasn't relevant it, for the 21st century. Maybe they sort of wrapped it up before that they could find out. And now he's, he's, um, he's picked back up in the 21st century with um, 
CCC. Oh, yeah, the com- comedians getting coffee in cars. Which is a good show. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's sort of a bit of a... Uh, a, a it seems more relevant because it's slightly more candid. It's not a sitcom, but it sort of is. It's sort of just a pseudo-sitcom, even though the, 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 the setting is sort of more real and maybe the people in the background are real. It sort of still seems quite scripted. Yeah, and I think Jerry's laugh is not very real either. Pro- probably not. But, I mean, with this in mind, maybe we can sort of move into um, talking about what general culture is today. And maybe I think something that I've been thinking about when we set up the, the conversation for this conversation um, and something that we are discussing beforehand is this idea that general culture isn't sort of pop culture anymore. Um, well, to me anyway. And I think the difference is is that pop culture was sort of the representation of the, the, the average or the mediocre and sort of this very clean categorization of just the average person. Mm. Um, and it's still the same now, but I think that the, the categories that, that, that tackle the, the average person are very different now. I think they cover a larger spectrum than they sort of used to. So maybe, maybe this podcast should be like an auditory representation or an auditory version of Richard Hamilton's what is it that makes today's home so different, so appealing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, to me anyway, I think this is sort of, um, there's this sort of thicket of information and experiences and, and and this is growing and sort of expanding rapidly and I think it sort of isn't just a local condition, it is, it's sort of international, it's sort of, um, it's cross-cultural sort of differences and cross sort of social social backgrounds, um, which which is where I think this sort of changes from from just generic pop culture. I think pop culture was sort of much more locally sort of um, defined. If you think of Seinfeld, it's sort of very New York. Um, I think we've sort of superseded this specific city-specific culture. I think it's much more generalised. And I think something that really did that is, is the internet. And I think the internet's really responsible for this high-brow, low-brow amalgamation. Um, and, and I know you hate the term no-brow. Yeah. And, so, and, and you've said in the past to me that rather than no-brow, uh, which is irrelevant, um, you can just like substitute no-brow or the amalgamation of high and low brow for the term general culture. Absolutely. I think, um, to me anyway, oh, maybe we should sort of backtrack for a second and sort of explain for the, those of you that don't know, um, high brow is sort of this idea or very basically like something like um, classical music and, and low brow something like McDonald's. They're, they're terrible examples, but that sort of gives you the spectrum of the types of things we're talking about. Um, and no brow, as Tom's sort of talking about, is this terrible idea of sort of the conscious pairing of these two things and sort of saying it sits right in the middle. And, I, I, yeah, I do think that that's sort of a redundant word. I think general culture's really taken off on this. And I think this is really because of the internet. Um, I was sort of... I really wanted to talk about a quote here, sort of when we spoke about this in our, in our meeting beforehand. Um, and it comes from Kenneth Goldsmith's book, um, wasting time on the internet, which is fairly recent. I think it's it's come out of uh, a class that he's been teaching for a little while at the University of Pennsylvania. Anyway, in the book, he Maybe sort of... you should talk a little bit more about Kenneth Goldsmith, though, because he's an interesting person. I mean, to introduce Kenneth Goldsmith, yeah. he's like a super famous... He's, he's incredibly famous. He's blowing up right now. I think he's probably the most famous poet in the world. Like, yeah, he spoke he's at the White House, and he's the 
only, he's, the, he's the only ever sort of poet laureate yeah. at, um, MoMA. at MoMA. Um, and he's, you know, it sells hundreds of thousands, of potentially millions of books that nobody actually even reads. And his poetry, um, his, his most famous poem, Day, is literally a, um, what it says, tr- it's the tran- a, 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 a transcript of the New York Times on a specific day from mm. the top left-hand corner of the front page to the bottom right-hand corner of the last page, word for word. Um, but anyway, he was saying... Yeah, I mean, he is a very infinitely interesting person. Maybe we can... Well, I'm sure he'll come up a lot in the, po- in the future episodes of this podcast. But um, something that he talks about in his new book, uh, Wasting Time on the Internet, is that the internet itself will be infinitely interesting for a number of reasons. And it can't, in his opinion, ever be boring or will never be boring because, this is his quote, is that the internet is this befuddling mix of logic and nonsense. And he sort of goes on to say that we need to embrace it as this disjunctive um, because, in essence, the, the, it's a medium that defies singularity. And I, I can't agree more. I think both of us, when we sort of read that, were sort of... Um, so, uh, I mean, he sort of summarised a lot of conversations that we've had in one sentence there mm-hmm. and sort of really to bring it back to that amalgamation of high and lowbrow culture, that logic and nonsense, something that sort of seems so stupid in your news feed or Twitter feed or something or Facebook uh, uh, feed um, can be sort of above or below something else that's incredibly um, serious or important or sort of analytical or critical um, so you sort of constantly have this shift between the two mm. and they're not necessarily paired in this not no-brow kind of way. They're just sort of amalgamated. They just become one. Would you consider logic and nonsense to be binary terms that, uh, that, that, like, where the, within the multiplicity between we exist? Do you think that logic and, and nonsense um, uh, are sort of different enough to be you know, uh, do, do you think that those two binary terms are, are, are sort of representative of where, where we sit in between? Yeah, I think, though, uh, to be clear, I don't think they're opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. They, they might be, but I think what's interesting about general culture, and particularly general culture through the lens of the internet, is that there's a constant flux of this spectrum that's never really the plotted middle. It's kind of always the... the, the the shift from one side to the other to the middle and sort of back to the other side, which yeah. sort of makes it so interesting. And another thing we spoke about is that that, the, that sort of middle ground is kind of um, also represented in general culture through something like the attitude that we, that we hold. And um, we believe that we hold a relatively generic attitude that's representative of the citizens of global culture. And I kind of think those attitudes, as far as our systems of belief are concerned, are relatively fluid or contradictory. So whilst we might appear passionate or dogmatic, we're actually more likely to be arguing a point for argument's sake. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I see this happening a lot amongst the people I hang out with. And I think it's kind of a good thing to be able to contradict yourself uh, and more importantly to be able to admit when you're wrong which I think we're going to be doing a lot in this. Yeah, and I think that we're more than happy to do that as well. Um, so if anybody listening at any point during the future episodes of our podcast thinks that we're, uh, we're, we're completely wrong, disagrees with us, or just thinks that we're talking shit, then we would implore them to contact us via our social media outlets. Um, Please do. Um, and so this is probably a good point to introduce our social media accounts 
What have uh, we got so far? We've only got Twitter and Instagram. So our Twitter is GCCI underscore PC. And our Instagram is GCCI dot PC. There's okay. kind of an annoying thing where Twitter doesn't let you do a dot and Instagram does let you do an underscore, but it's already been taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's no sort of continuity there, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know where to find us. So what are we going to be able to expect from the future episodes? Well, I think that um, we should sort of be clear that there's no scripted sort of discussion. Um, we will have uh, supplementary information to facilitate discussion, and this will basically be coming out of things that we've experienced, that we've heard, um, things that we've seen or read and discovered over the previous weeks before an episode. Uh, or things that we've remembered between previous episodes. And so this stuff sort of compiled from internet articles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but also just overheard conversations, something that Tom and I talk about a lot, uh, conversations we've heard on the street, on the way to meeting one another, conversations held at home, um, books. Again, we sort of skim lots of books. Sometimes we read them deeply, but, but not often. Um, this act, that, sorry maybe on a slight tangent here, but (laughs) that just kind of reminded me of um, this Jacques Derrida documentary um, that I think you've watched as well, or parts of it where... um, No, only parts on uh, YouTube, I think. For for those of you that don't know, I think the full documentary is up on on YouTube, so you can definitely watch this, but um, the person interviewing Derrida in this documentary is sort of walking through Derrida's home with him, asking him lots of questions, and they sort of reach this, this room where he has lots of books, and the interviewer is asking him if, if Derrida's read all these books, and he says, no, I haven't. I've probably only read three or four completely, but those three or four I've read really well. Um, I don't think we've read three or four books really well yet, but we've started lots. We've read the first <laughs> ten pages kind of well of many books yeah um sorry going back onto where where our content comes from so Um, the idea is not necessarily to always find these connections between high and low brow no i think all of these things that we read cross that spectrum certainly i think sometimes they are really intense sort of things that we're reading and we're trying to make sense of and other times they're sort of like uh, I don't know, a video of um, robot, vacuum robots dancing to the waltz. Yeah. And so I think we can discuss the spectrum of things. And I think something that we like to do is discuss the potential connections between them, but it's not a conscious pairing. We're not trying to say, hey, this thing that's really dumb, this cat video reminds me of, and we have to quickly search for like this highbrow kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's literally just this discussion of, of, of conne- potentially connecting dots, but at the same time just sort of thinking out loud. Thinking out loud about general culture and how we might have interacted with general culture in the prior uh, days, weeks to each episode. Yeah, um, which this kind of reminds me of, an, of a book that we've both been reading. Well, have we spoken about that? That no. a book? No, not um, yet. What's it called? The Hatred of Poetry. Yeah, which everyone should read. It's That's very short. I actually didn't finish it. You didn't? No. Uh, how close are you to finishing it? Really close. If it's only like 70 pages. Yeah. It's more of an essay. Yeah, it is an essay. It's, it, it's good though. I think um, basically as a quick synopsis, um, Ben Lerner talks about, well, he sets up this idea of the hatred of poetry um, and a, a reoccurring sort of theme throughout the essays, this idea of 
um, the difference between the virtual nature and the physical nature of, of, of poetry. Um, the physical is literally the words essentially um, put together, the grammar, um, individual letters, um, and the virtual is the, the sort of intention or the emphasis that the, the piece is trying to explore. And I think that's something that this podcast is sort of uh, probably going to come up against is sort of our, our virtual intention of sort of discussing and sort of un- uncovering to an extent the idea of what is general culture, or what constitutes general culture compared to the physical, which is uh, this low-tech studio setup that we've got, our rambling sort of on the spot, bringing things in unscripted and just sort of having conversations as Ben sort of said in this particular attitude. Yeah, exactly. So we're just going to I attempt to... Ben. Ben um, Lerner. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, well, Ben Lerner didn't talk to us here, um, but I was <laughs> referring to my con- co-converser here, Tom. Well, maybe we can get Ben Lerner on... Um, so I, I, I guess what you're saying then is we're just going to sit here and um, talk about uh, and think about a, an ideal podcast whilst actually creating something uh, incredibly flawed. So the idea is that we'll be doing this every few weeks, I suppose, every yeah. two to three weeks or something like that. Um, as this is an, an episode itself, um, more of a preface, as we've sort of said, um, maybe our first episode will come out slightly sooner to give you a real sort of sense of what we're going to be doing. Um, and another thing that we sort of want to do is um, as we bring out references, as the sort of show is really fueled by references, um, we'll provide links to all of this stuff. So if you're interested, um, there'll be links to all these things. I think the other thing that's really sort of um, beneficial or sort of good to do whilst listening to this is having, if possible, a web browser open with Google or Wikipedia or whatever it is, because a lot of the time we're probably going to go on rants about things, uh, references that remind us of other references that remind us of other references. Yes, and uh, like, the, like the Chapo Trap House guys say, if we're paying out on someone, it's more fun if you can see their face. Yeah, for those of you that don't know the Chapo's Trap House, it's a podcast that's pretty good. Oh, well, Tom explained it's pretty good for some people. Yeah, I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. But maybe, maybe listen to it and see if it's your, if it's your cup of tea. Yes. Um, so I think we should probably wrap up that's like 18 minutes and 46 seconds which is a fair bit longer than what we expected this uh, preface pilot episode to go for so let's 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 kill it let's wrap it up yeah all right well we'll be back in a couple of weeks with our first episode ciao see ya